Hmm, there's something in the air. And it smells like... Um, well, what is it? I'm usually pretty good at this. Uh, what's that smell game? Let me concentrate. Oh, okay. I'm getting it. Very floral. Green. Some nice warmth. And longer days. Yes. This is spring, by golly. Welcome to the Tall Mike Wine Podcast, another solo sipping edition. I'm your host, Mike Stone. I'll be honest, the spring in Northern California doesn't differ a great deal from the winter time, except it's not as cold. And winter is not that cold compared to many parts of the country. We don't have things here like the bomb cyclone, whatever that was, or polar vortexes or arctic blasts. They sound very exciting, but also very cold. I hope if you've had to endure those particular meteorological phenomena this winter, you've made it through unscathed, and that it's warming up where you are. Here in my house in Novato, California, it was a lovely day up into the 70s and then above 80 degrees. So I spent most of the day outside in my garden... It's that time again. Time to get the outside space prettied up for the evening sipping and relaxing to come all summer long. Yes, it's my day off from the winery, my weekend, so there's relaxation, good food, good drink. Let me tell you what's in my glass. Recently, I drank an intense wine from the Tuscany region of Italy. Not a Chianti Classico. Not a Brunello di Montalcino, and not a Montepulciano even. It was a straight-up Cabernet Sauvignon. Surprised? Well, don't be. There's quite a bit of Cabernet growing in various parts of Tuscany, but since it's not one of the approved grape types that go into those aforementioned well-known Tuscan wines, it often gets labeled Red Table Wine, and sometimes you'll hear the term Super Tuscan, or the letters I-G-T. That's a fairly complicated designation. I could do a whole podcast on rules and regulations of Italy, and maybe I will sometime. But for now, I'm going to tell you about this Tuscan Cabernet from a producer, Castello di Quercetto, their Cabernet Cignale. Cignale Colli della Toscana Centrale is its whole name. Now, don't imagine anything about this wine is like the cabs I typically drink from California or Washington State. This baby is old world. From the 2013 vintage, this Cignale was incredibly rustic with aromas of the earth, dried violets and prunes, the oak barrels in which it sat for two years. And on the palate, it was rich with flavor but very dry on the finish, really about as tannic as any wine I've ever had. But all of that is to say, I liked it. The name Cignale is from the old Tuscan dialect word for wild boar. Those wild boar decimated the first planting on this estate. It's a tribute, an homage, perhaps to keep them away. Full details on Cignale is in your show notes. 
Now for something a little more new world. Also a Cabernet. Last night, I popped open a package from Walla Walla that arrived recently. The Cabernet Sauvignon from Brook and Bull Winery, which I visited on my vacation episode. I recently purchased a few bottles of their 2018 to set aside for a few years. But I had to have a taste. And I was cooking a pork tenderloin, and it was just the wine that I needed. Something youthful and fruit-forward. The fruit was in the red category, but it wasn't just fruit. This wine also had some nice nuances of cola and cocoa. But it also needs time. I hope I can control myself and let these age for a few years. The Brook and Bull wines are made by Ashley Trout. She's also the proprietor. If you're headed to Walla Walla, it's a really nice place to visit. I'd love to know what's in your glass. And here's how you can show me. If you post pictures of the wines you enjoy on Instagram, tag me, Tall Mike Wine. I'd love to know what you're drinking and what you're thinking while you're drinking. Also, I'd love a follow on Instagram as well, and I'll show you everything I'm sipping on and a lot of other things that I do around the house. And speaking of follows and likes and subscribing and ratings, all those podcast things... They really help out a lot. Drop a rating and a review if you haven't already done so. Now for some special kudos to a friend of mine who was a guest here on the podcast a few months ago. She is Stacy Briscoe, wine journalist. And if you listened to episode 20, you heard me talk about her busy life doing many, many things as a freelancer. Now, Stacy has been appointed senior editor at Wine Enthusiast magazine. That's sort of a big deal, and I'm excited for her. If you have a spare few minutes, give a listen to episode 20 from back in November. Congratulations, Stacy. What are your plans for spring and summer? It seems like things are opening up a bit more, and this might be a fairly normal summer season. We're ready to see you at Nicholson Ranch in Sonoma. If you think you'll be headed this way, drop me an email to tallmikewine at gmail.com and let me know. Or if you just want to say hi, ask a question, make a comment, or request your very own set of Tall Mike Wine podcast coasters. I sent a few off this week to Mark Webster in Tacoma, Washington, someone who I've known for a long time. He lived in my neighborhood growing up. We used to ride bikes and get into all sorts of youthful misadventure back in the day. Do kids still uh, ride bikes? Hmm, I wonder. Hey, thanks for checking in on me. I'm working on some upcoming shows, got some guests in the planning stages, and the Tall Mike Wine Podcast will be back soon. In the meantime, scroll through and make sure you've heard all the previous episodes. There are lots of fun conversations with wine geeks like me, but also people from various walks of life with stories to tell. That's what it's all about, this life. Fun people, good conversations over great wine. I'm Tall Mike Wine. You can call me Mike. Cheers. Cheers.